This podcast is a part of Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org. Welcome back to Inside 1801. My name's Alex and I'm here with... My name's Maya. I'm the other co-host for this episode and today we have a very special guest joining us. We have Miss Courtney McLean here with us today. If she wants to take a second and introduce herself, we would love for you all to get to know her a little better. Hello everyone. Um, my name is Courtney McLean. I am a broadcast journalism major, senior, about to get out of here. Um, and <laughs> I'm the president of the South Carolina NAACP on the Youth and College Division, um, and then I also do some national work with NAACP as well. Um, on a campus, I'm a senator, and then of course a part of a bajillion organizations that I'm just not going to go down. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I just do activism on campus, so a little bit about myself. Yeah, well, we're definitely, like, really excited to have you here. Um, how is your day going today? Is it, is it a good day? Yeah, yeah, it's been good, you know, just sending out emails, typical thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we, the kind of the theme of the episode we wanted to talk about today was really highlighting the um, Youth and College Division of the South Carolina NAACP and discussing ways for students to get involved with advocacy on campus. Um, and I know you've done a lot of amazing work with advocacy on campus. How did you kind of find that passion for advocacy and like creating change? Yeah, so it happened in 2020 and contrary to like how most people started, it actually wasn't because of George Floyd, it was because of my sheriff. <laughs> Um, So my sheriff has like a history of just saying a lot of racially motivated things. Like at one point he compared NAACP to the Ku Klux Klan. Um, So he said a lot of things regarding black people in his county. Um, And it just came to a point where people were like, we're tired of him. Like we want someone to run against him, but no one's really saying anything. So I was like, well, why don't we say anything? So I was, I started up a petition and I got community members involved in case, you know, someone wasn't comfortable, like publicly speaking out. It gave them that chance to sign the petition and put their name on something. Um, and then I presented it to the county council and the sheriff was there and it was on video. He literally got up in the middle of my speech and walked right out the door. Um, so oh I goodness. still, yeah, I still finished my speech and everything. Um, and then after that, like USA Today was there. It was just like a really big thing because of just the craziness that he was saying. Um, but that's really how it started. And then from there, I just kept on going after that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and then so that was that, where are you? Are you originally from South Carolina? Yeah, that was in Spartanburg. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so came to South Carolina for the in-state school, of course. <laughs> um, how kind of like, and was that, that was during high school, right? Yeah, it was during my, yeah, 2020. So that was like my freshman year of college. Oh, freshman yeah. year of college. Yeah, okay. Because I like just graduated. Gotcha. But we'd, so, sorry, like the timeline of trying to yeah. figure out everything with 20, <laughs> with like when we all got sent home for COVID. Yeah. Um, so like kind of how did you take that advocacy work and like that, like your first time kind of like public speaking in that speech and like kind of channel that into becoming a part of the youth and college division of the South Carolina NAACP and like how you like ended up like spearheading it as the president? So after that, people kind of just chose me as like a spokesperson in a way. Um, And me, I was like, well, I guess if no one else will do it, then I'll do it. And I didn't really have that fear that other people had. Like a lot of people are fearful of our sheriff, even to like this day, like no one ran against him um, last year. But I'm still that person that's like, 
basically checking the people in power. Um, so really how that, how I got into my presidency, I was appointed. So no one was really, um, I guess, interested in doing it. Like our former president, he had to step down because he had a lot of like coursework and things like that. He was really overloaded. And they're like, Courtney, we think you would be very good for this role. And I was like, okay, is anyone else ready? And they're like, uh, not that we know of. And I was like, so I'm just gonna be basically appointed to it. So I wrote my name down on the sheet of paper and then they sent it off and they're like, yeah, so you've been elected as president. And I was like, okay. And then since then, um, I've just been keeping on going. Um, but that was in October of 2021. And then my term ends in October of this year. So I'm currently working on trying to find someone that can take over once I, you know, leave South Carolina. But yeah, so that's kind so of So you've like, been in this position a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. well, that that's like an awesome way to get a kind of position of this level. Like, mm. your peers saw you as someone that they wanted in this position um, and put you into it. I feel like that is just really, really cool. Um, so kind of what have been some of the most important projects that you've undertaken while serving in your role? Hmm. What's been some of my favorite things? <laughs> um, well, definitely things around the Heritage Act, especially mm. since like we're expanding that to the state level this year and making it more cohesive because a lot of the chapters were doing things, you know, trying to repeal the Heritage Act, but it wasn't just like the same movement in different fronts. So we're putting it all in the same front this time okay. and making sure everyone's <laughs> on the same page. Um, so that's definitely been a big one. And then also just around um, death penalty abolition with Richard Moore. Um, we literally got it all the way up to the Supreme Court. So we're waiting to see what they say back. Um, wow. And then I think, what was another one? And then also with gun violence, we've been trying to kind of work with law enforcement and things of that nature. But of course, it's a work in progress because mm -hmm. the first one kind of didn't really go well <laughs> but uh, we're, we ha we're hopeful for the second one you know you try and trial and error we know like you know who to invite what you know kind of way to format it this time um, but yeah so I think those are kind of the biggest ones um, we also have been doing voting rights as well with um, redistricting Ugh, I went to so many redistricting hearings but um, <laughs> <laughs> just making sure that the maps are written were written fairly um, and then of course we found that um, Congressional District 1 was found to be gerrymandered and therefore was unconstitutional mm -hmm. so now they're having to redraw that um, and then afterwards we're planning to possibly ask to go into a special election for Nancy Mace um, and just since she has to redraw her district, let the new people that, you know, that are in her district vote for her. Basically just have, like, a runoff kind of between mm. her and um, Annie Andrews. Gotcha. Um, so that's kind of, like, the big things that are coming up this year and things that we've been working on. Those nice. are all very exciting. I think I really liked your point about, like, trial and error and mm -hmm. how, like, not everything's going to go perfect the first yeah. time. <laughs> like, programming anything, like... It's just important to try, and, mm -hmm. like, just trying to do it is really important. I know the way, kind of, like, my background and how I kind of got involved with advocacy was um, the Parkland shooting mm -hmm. um, that happened a few years ago with, like, March for Our Lives. Um, I, in my hometown, I really wanted to make, like, a, like a chapter in my hometown, and, like, it was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, it, I didn't realize how much work it was, and it's just, like, I commend you for, like, keep on like keeping on keeping on trying like I, I don't know how to say that right um but like keep do it like keep doing it and keep moving forward because like I 
I ended up like I, I guess it was official, but like we mm-hmm. never really was able we were never really able to like take it off the ground or like really um, make it into something that I wanted to be. So I just like I really commend you for that trial and error and just like keep pushing forward. Um, and I think a lot of the projects that you talked about are so important. Yeah, um, one of the ones that definitely stuck out to me, and I know that you are writing a bill currently in Senate, um, is for the kind of the repeal of the Heritage Act and a recommendation for our viewers. Would you mind kind of going into what the Heritage Act is um, and kind of how it's relevant to our campus and what your hopes and goals are for this bill? Yeah, so the Heritage Act was signed into law in 2001, so it's very, very old. Um, But it was signed in response to the NAACP pushing to get the Confederate flag off of the dome. Um, And they did get it off of the dome, but then they put it on the grounds. So it was kind of just a movement of they're like, okay, well, they took the Confederate flag successfully off of our dome. So we need to find a way to protect, you know, like Confederate history, quote unquote. Um, But so the bill basically just protects anything on campuses and like monuments that are federally funded, like public schools and things like that things of that nature from being renamed um, unless you go through the legislature and they approve it. But last year it was found that um, in the bill they said it has to have like a two-thirds majority to repeal it. They found that unconstitutional so now it's just a simple majority. Um, But of course with Dems losing even more seats (laughs) in the midterms that is not looking very um, really possible to repeal that this year. But just working with the administration, trying to get them to at least request that they have some type of vote on the Heritage Act is what I'm going for with this legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, because especially with last year when we, you know, had some emails leaked out that our interim president was like, well, we weren't going to really ask you guys to do that anyway. So this is kind of just a way to push the administration while also um, in the bill is setting the precedent that was set by the 113th Senate, where we also voted um, that we should remove these names off of our campus and replace mm-hmm. them with the names that were in the um, commission that Caslin put together. So that's kind of just like reiterating that from the previous Senate and then just directly sending it to the administration that like we know that you have the power to request that this gets put on the floor and we're asking that you do that. Even if even though we know it won't get the votes to be repealed, at least you can say like you tried. And the I administra- guess, unquote, yeah, yeah, the administration standing with yeah. its so, students. Mm, so that's like what that's about the Heritage Act. And that's very, very important. I think it's as much as we wish we could change those buildings' names ASAP, I definitely think that this is, like, a good and positive step to yeah. starting that action, like you said. It mm-hmm. takes takes time, and I think this is an amazing first step on your part to get the ball rolling on this. Um, but I guess what advice do you have for students who are interested in advocacy and doing work similar to yours? Um, really, all you have to do is just be confident. And then once you get that confidence, make sure you research because you don't want to be confident and loud and wrong. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're young people and, you know, like media, they are very excited to give us attention, excited to, you know, see like the new face of the movement. So what you say and like what goes on record, the things that are written about you in articles, other people are going to read. And if you're out here Mm -hmm. saying something like, if you know, if you know that you don't know this, the statistic completely, don't say it. Like, don't be out here just saying incorrect information because someone is going to be like an expert in the field that you're talking about and is going to realize like, 
mm, that's not correct you know and then that discredits you overall so just making sure that like you research whatever you're passionate about and then just starting to kind of build that network because there's always someone who has been doing the work that you've been doing for like years so just connecting with those people and making sure that like you kind of have like a mentor um, I think that's very beneficial I know for me um, my kind of like mentoring was my speech and debate teacher from <laughs> high school and he was just really the one that taught me to be confident in what I do how to research things properly and then that's kind of how I got confident in talking and then also knowing how to research and properly um, do studies on like legislation and such as because um, of course I lobby in the state house so you have to be on your P's and Q's because afterwards they will ask you all types of questions especially since you're young they're gonna be like mm, I feel like we can get her on XYZ but you got to read the bills read all of that just making sure that like you're well versed in whatever topic or whatever issue that you're trying to fix I guess that that would probably probably be my biggest thing because I just don't want anyone to go up there and looking crazy because I've seen that so many times where like you'll be in a hearing and someone is very passionate you're just like you feel it you're like oh my god <laughs> and then they're done with their testimony and then legislators ask some questions and they just crumble and it's just so sad to see because it's like you see that they have the passion but they just were not prepared or they did not do the proper research so mm -hmm. making sure that you're well versed in what you do and it's obviously not being an expert because I'm not an expert but I'm just good at what I do so just making sure that like you have that have that support system have those people to kind of backtrack behind you as well um and just knowing that like you can't do everything by yourself because back in Spartanburg I am kind of like the only like activist that's quote unquote um but I also know that there are older people who were like in the NAACP or like in other civil rights organizations that can help me and that I can get like advice from so although you know like when I go up there maybe like oh Courtney Courtney McLean's da, da 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 but there were so many people behind me that were helping me put this together making sure that everything ran smoothly so I think that's definitely another big thing is just having a support system researching being confident and knowing what you're talking about um but you anybody can get involved like I literally started a voting initiative what was that about two summers ago now and I was just like you know I feel like we need more things on voting rights and getting minorities and um, ex-felons and people of that nature, you know, getting them registered to vote and letting them know that they can vote. And I was like, you know, I don't really see anybody doing anything, so I started my own voting initiative. Like, it's really that easy. It's just you have an idea, just put it to work because, you know, if you just sit there and think, 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 you're like, oh, well, what could go wrong? You're thinking too much into it and you're letting that time slip by when you could have been taking action you know like I said before trial and error you can't be afraid to fail <laughs> because it's like in this line of work you're working with the community you're working with people who are trying to solve issues and if that thing could have been fixed it would have been fixed a long time ago so obviously you have to go through trial and error over and over and over again just to figure out what's best for your community specifically because what works in Spartanburg probably might not work in Columbia so you have to tailor it to each community and do trial and error and make those connections to you know make sure that you have a solid plan for whichever issue that you were trying to go after um but yeah that's really what I was saying <laughs>
That was a really great answer. <laughs> I really loved your um, point about like mentorship and like finding that support system because I think um, that's one of the things that I really love about the University of South Carolina is I feel like we do have a lot of upperclassmen like mentoring younger students and like mm -hmm. we have a lot of programs that are here at the university to really build up that next generation kind of like what I was kind of talking about earlier like inspiring that next generation mm -hmm. to kind of like follow in our foot traps and like keep um keep some of the things that we create while we're here at Carolina like sustainable and keep them moving and keep them moving forward mm -hmm. um so I really loved that point have you had the opportunity to like mentor anyone or like do any like sort of mentorship within like NAACP or like any of your other organizations yeah so I've what I've mentored six people within the MAP program now gotcha. um and then within the NAACP I kind of just help the other chapters so they always ask me like Courtney can we set up a meeting with you to like talk about this and I'm like <laughs> yeah sure um but so I wouldn't say like I've had like mentees in NAACP but I'm definitely like kind of the go-to person that people go to especially when it comes to like when they want to have a rally, want to have a protest, or getting connected with like media and stuff like that, they're definitely like, Courtney, how do we do that? How do we go about this? Do you think we can do this on our campus? So that's kind of like within the NAACP. But yeah, I have had six mentees um, in the MAP program. I love the MAP program because I'm still in contact with all my little mentees and they're so <laughs> cute. I <laughs> know <laughs> that's so special. Um, but I know you are a senior, so yes. what are your plans for after graduation? What What are the big ambitions? What are the big dreams? Yes, yeah, so I'm, of course, I've applied to graduate school, so I'm just waiting to hear back. Um, but my plan is to go to D.C. Um, definitely getting out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want to go to D.C. and do kind of more work on Capitol Hill because um, I kind of fell in love with the city. I was able to intern up there over the summer, and I was like, oh, I definitely want to come oh, that's back. That's so exciting. Yes. That's such, like, that sounds like such a cool opportunity. Yes, it was so fun. Um, but of course, this time, I wouldn't be going as an intern. I would be going as a staffer. I'm like, I'm done with internships. Right. <laughs> but, so yeah, um, that's the plan. Um, and then, of course, to after that, um, kind of like in between the cushion time that I'm able to like run for office, kind of just going to do more broadcast journalism things like political corresponding things of that nature because um, CNN has like a headquarters up there and then there's like MSNBC and like NBC all of whatever whatever right. I get a job <laughs> in <laughs> but just like I'm only specifically like political corresponding or like a White House correspondent things of that nature and then um, it's kind of, well it's not really set in stone but it's kind of like the day well not the date the year that I want to run would be 2028 um i do not want to run in a presidential year just because it's a lot that goes into that and it would be way harder for right. me <laughs> as a first-time candidate in a presidential um but yeah so probably 2028 um and then i was going to run for the um, fourth congressional district so if timmons is still in that seat i'll be running against him um, but he believes in term limits, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so that's really the plan. Um, and then after that, you know, I hope that I get elected and that I just want to do five terms in there and then two terms in Senate, write me a book, and be done. <laughs> So well, that's the, that's the master plan. That's the, plan. <laughs> that's the master that's plan. Love that you got that all mapped out. <laughs> Don't forget about us when you are famous and we need tickets on to come visit you in Capitol Hill. I know. Like, I'm, I'm going to be calling like the office of Miss Courtney McLean or <laughs> Representative Courtney McLean. Like, that would be so exciting. Oh. 
Well, thank you so much for taking your time coming and talking to us today. I know that you have some amazing stories and that our listeners are definitely in for a treat this episode, getting to hear from you um, and all the advocacy projects that you've been able to accomplish. And we'll hopefully get to continue watching you and your advocacy work um, Mm -hmm. long past your time here at the University of South Carolina. Absolutely. I just wanted to say thank you again um, for coming on. And I think the theme that I kind of got, like, or the thing that I'm kind of taking away from this episode is just like just kind of like just do it Mm. like if you want to do it just do it I know we kind of talked about that a few episodes back I think Mm -hmm. um but it's really just if you have an idea just do it um but yeah so thank you again for coming and joining us Courtney we really appreciate um you spending the time with us today and um I hope all of the listeners out there tune in for our next episode coming soon bye guys bye